The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XM OutQ. From the iconic album The Risin' by Bruce Springsteen. That's Waiting on a Sunny Day. Now, it's good to wait. It's good to hope. But if that's all you're doing, we waiting a long time, girl. Ain't gonna come. Gotta get in the mix. Gotta get into action. I'm Larry Flick. This is The Jolt on Sirius XM LQ. It's Friday morning, September 11th. And as we start this day with you, it's necessary to acknowledge that um, 14 years ago today, the world changed forever. Where were you on that Tuesday morning 14 years ago? I was uh, at my desk at Billboard magazine. I was a senior editor. It was Tuesday deadline, and I was assembling two sections of the magazine that I was in charge of. And I was uh, there early, as I always seem to be. I am always the early morning guy. And um, just a few of us in the office, a few of us early risers. I had um, the Howard Stern Show, then on the terrestrial station K-Rock tuned in as I was hammering away at my computer. And they were doing a bit about uh, Pamela Anderson and the back and forth she was having with Kid Rock at the time and her ex-husband, Tommy Lee. I don't know if he was her ex-husband at the time. And while they were having this on-air conversation about their relationship and the weirdness of it all, in walked Gary Delabate to say that something had gone down. And it wasn't that long after there had already been an incident at the World Trade Center um, separate incident, but something had happened, and it wasn't great, but it wasn't what was to come that morning. And everybody just kept going, talking. I was hammering away on my computer, and Gary came back on mic and said, no, this is, this is different, this is bigger. And as I was listening to that, uh, a guy named Jeff, Jeff Nisbet, he was our art director at Billboard, came over to my computer and said, I just saw something from my window. And it didn't look good. Because our offices at the time were eye view distance from the World Trade Center. We were that close. We weren't close enough to be in harm's way but we were close enough to be among the first to experience the reverberations. And it was weird because everything seemed to move in slow motion. And seemingly within seconds, our computer system started to shut down and our phones went dead. And 
the only thing that worked was my radio on my desk, which was tuned into the Howard Stern show on K Rock. And so the seven or eight of us at all of Billboard magazine who were in at that hour were huddled around my desk listening to Howard, who went from being the comedic DJ to being a news reporter. It was the most masterful turn I'd ever heard on the radio. And we were all trying to figure out how to find our family and our friends and the people who might be commuting into the office. And this was not the age of the smartphone. This was not the age of any of that. And the company had just put a firewall up against America Online because a lot of people were spending a lot of time on America Online in chat rooms. That's what we were doing 14 years ago, y'all. And I don't know how to do anything, but I figured out how to break down that firewall. And I was the only one to get America Online on my computer. And America Online was the only internet service that did not go down at any point on 9-11. Some services were up and down, up and down. Yahoo was somewhat consistent. But America Online was like share and cockroaches after a nuclear attack. It was there, honey. And my desk became communication central. And my screen was covered in instant message boxes. And that was how I found out that my uh, ex slash roommate was okay, even though he was supposed to have a meeting at the World Trade Center that day for a job. But of course, in his usual pot haze, he overslept. That was how I found out that a good friend of mine was trapped in the Citibank building. And we were waiting to find out if he was going to make it out. And I was communicating with his partner in another instant message box because they couldn't connect to each other. It was how I found out that my colleague and good friend, Wayne Hoffman, who was here just two days ago, was on the roof of his apartment building with a, with a clear shot view of it all, was not going to be able to make it in. It was quite a day. And what was really interesting was um, very few of us were able to leave our building for much of the first chunk of the day. I don't remember seeing the outside until about 2 p.m. that day when I went out with uh, two friends and colleagues, and it was like stepping onto the set of a movie because the, the way our building was positioned, the way the building is still positioned, is you step out and you are kind of parallel to uptown and downtown. So you look to your right, and it looks like 
the apocalypse. It's just black sky, people walking like extras in a zombie movie, covered in soot, expressionless, just trying to get uptown. You look to your left, and it's as if nothing has happened. It was what most weathermen and women would call one of the 10 perfect days of the year in terms of the weather. It was so weird. And eventually, the area where Billboard was at the time, because Billboard, I think, just recently moved offices, um, was cordoned off and you weren't allowed to go in. And so some people climbed over the barricades to put that issue out. I did not. I did not. Um, I had no business. We None of us had any business in that area. Um, we weren't Newsweek. We were Billboard. They could read the review of the record of the week. I was working on a review of the Glitter album by Mariah Carey that day. I was. Because it was a Tuesday. It was New Music Release Day. And Glitter had just come out. And I was writing a review. Y'all could wait for a Glitter review. The record bombed anyway. That was what I said. That was also the day that I was meant to uh, file a uh, set of liner notes for GV2, the Madonna Greatest Hits album. And or was it GVH2 or whatever it was called. Um, and when I asked for an extension, she said no. That the world hadn't stopped and she needed her liner notes. I think I just said go fuck yourself to her. Um, the world is so different now. The world is so, so different now. And um, there's been a lot of art resulting from the events of this day 14 years ago. To my mind and ears, none more powerful than the album The Rising by Bruce Springsteen. Can't see nothing in front of me. Can't see nothing coming up behind. Make my way through this darkness. I can't feel nothing but this chain that binds me. Lost track of how far I've gone. I've gone, how high I've climbed On the backs of 60 pound stone On the shoulder half my 